it's Nancy Bovier with Agape Marketing and Consultant Consulting, and I'm here today to kick off something new that I wanted to offer our uh, subscribers on our newsletter that uh, just to give you guys a little bit of a bonus. And what I've decided to do for 2016 is to start to introduce some experts and provide some interviews with them. And I'm really pleased to introduce to you the first in this new series. Uh, his name is Constant Taylor, and he is a social media guru. He's joining us from Illinois. Hi, Constant. How are you today? Hey, I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm doing very, very well, thank you. Thank you so much for agreeing to participate and be my guinea pig for this first uh, first of the interview series. Hey, not a problem. You know, sometimes going first can be really good, and you know, sometimes it can be really bad if you're in, you know, like uh, in the in the army. But I, I'm actually based out of uh, based out of Michigan. Oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I did grow up in Chicago when I was a little kid. That's where I got confused. I know that you had mentioned Chicago to me. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I, I just want to share with everybody, um, I just finished uh, doing my web uh, series on the 10 key elements for social media marketing success, and I connected with Constant while I was doing that. Uh, I was very fortunate to do that. He's um, really helped uh, me in, in by reposting and tweeting and, and things like that. And uh, strategic alliances, as you will know, um, uh, not just Constant, but all of my listeners here, that's a very, very key element of building your business as well. And I, I developed this uh, uh, strategic alliance with Constant just recently. I think it's been in the last month, Constant, that you and I connected. Right. And we traded... Um, uh, direct messages and emails and LinkedIn and, and things like that, and then decided to actually get on the phone and have a conversation and found out that we share a lot of really, really key ingredients that are important, business ethics, morals, the way that we uh, believe giving and getting back and things like that. So I was really, really pleased to make your acquaintance. And uh, the fact that you bring so many skills to the table here, um, I'm really honored that you've decided to be my guinea pig, as I say. So... Um, one of the things that I found interesting in talking to Constant is he actually has a, a, a very solid business background. Um, if you wanted to give us just a, a, a bit of a brief overview of some of your background, uh, Constant, that would be great. Absolutely. Well, I, I, I born and raised in Detroit, and I went to the University of Michigan. I graduated from their uh, business school with a degree in uh, business administration with concentrations in finance and marketing. And I started out in finance and uh, actually cost accounting and finance. And I actually spent six months in China doing a uh, startup joint venture to help set up their financial operations over there. So I um, got some good experience with that. So I actually speak a little bit of Mandarin Chinese as well as uh, Spanish because a lot of our facilities were in Mexico as well. So I spent a couple days uh, or actually visit Mexico a couple times a month. Uh, so when I got back from China, though, I uh, never considered myself as a financial person, but it was a business person who wanted to get finance experience. And that's, that's the way that I view everything. People who know me from technology, think that I'm a technology guru from finance, you know, it's, it's the same thing, but I'm a business person who tries to understand all aspects and components of business. So when I got back, I got into account management, sales and marketing, and I 
was working for an automotive supplier and we had a joint venture and joint venture was $45 million. And my goal was to raise sales by 10% per year. Um, within the first six months, I had the opportunity to land a contract that was a four year, $400 million contract. So that kind of totally blew that metric out of the water. Uh, but, you know, in landing that contract, I didn't get anything other than my normal, which at the time was a six-figure salary. And I said, well, hey, you know what? If I can do that for someone else, maybe I can do it for myself. So I started my own business, my consulting business, in 2000. And it revolved around business consulting, general business consulting. So looking at all areas of business. If companies wanted to uh, increase revenues, reduce costs, uh, taking a look at, at all aspects of business, in, including technology as well. Um, then, in the probably the last four years, uh, I've been you know always been fascinated with social media and social media uh, marketing and how people engage and connect online. And for me, it's 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 kind of like technology. Uh, whenever I'm whenever I'm utilizing technology, it's not like work. It's it's like I'm playing. And with social media, it's kind of the kind of the same thing. I love to interact with people. And actually, uh, you, you called me a social media guru, and I am very, very hesitant and resistant and resistant to that term because you know everybody. Think about this: everybody, not everybody, but most people out there, you know, they, they label themselves an influencer and a guru. But it's like, right? How much do we really know about this new? Technology. Look at look at the medical profession that is thousands of years old. You know, thousands of years of, of medical technology and, and research. But doctors are still called considered to be practicing medicine. Yes. So if a doctor yes. with four thousand with thousands of years of research is considered to be practicing, how can I be a guru with only with with, with less than eleven years, fifteen years of technology of social? media. So I consider myself a practicing social media uh, manager. Um, fair enough, fair enough. And, and I think that that's an important uh, point that you make there. And, and I know that I always try to, when I am talking about marketing in general, because I, I tend to do the marketing strategy, the, the overview, uh, as opposed to to focusing on any one component of fulfillment of a marketing program. And I always tell people that they have to focus on the strategy behind it. So somebody that calls themselves a, an influencer or, or a, a guru may be in a specific niche. So again, it's, you know, what is it that you are looking to, to uh, attain? Uh, what's your purpose? What's your goal? What What's your delivery mechanism? Who's your prospect? Mm -hmm. Things like that. So, so I appreciate you making that uh, that correction. Yeah. There. Well, it's it's not even it, it's not even I wouldn't consider it a correction, but it's a it's it's a distinction or a or a clarification because right. You know, we can have you know it's social media is both uh, science and it's art. I can take one social media campaign that was absolutely phenomenal for one client. And I could copy that exact same thing for a very similar client in the same industry with the same uh, similar amount of employees, same revenue, and have totally different results. 
Right. So, so, so it's important to, you know, and I tell my clients, it's important to say, stay flexible and it's important to try different things and, and do split testing and look at our, look at our metrics. So if something is just because something worked in the past or before doesn't mean that it'll work here and take a look at, you know, why this, you know, why is it not working and what do we need to do to, uh, to get it, to get it jump started. But, but having, you know, having brought myself down from a, from a guru, I am a person who has a substantial amount of knowledge in business, in relationships and in marketing and I'm leveraging that in the social media in the social media realm and, and I would like to help your visitors today um, increase their effectiveness with making connections online, increasing their uh, their connections and their retweets and their likes and, and that sort of thing. Yeah, maybe we can talk about that for a, a minute here, Constant. Um, I, I'm sure that you come across, just as I have in, in my uh, business, there's a lot of people out there that seem to think that all that they have to do is is get a social media account and start putting out tweets and whatever and the, the you know follow the yellow brick road kind of thing and uh, how do you how do you uh, address that issue with people that are approaching you about you know the magic bullet of, of social media well it f- first of all you want to look at what are your objectives and I, I believe that I saw that on one of your uh, one of your one of your video uh, posts is that your social media strategy should be a part of a larger uh, marketing marketing strategy. So it's like, what what do you want to what do you want to achieve, and who is your target audience? So once you once you've done that, uh, you want to start you know before you start putting you know tweet out tweets out and content out, you want to start making connections with the right people online so you want to go out and you want to follow people you want to follow influencers look for influencers who are following but you also want to look for influencers who follow who follow back so I'm I'm a strong believer of collaborative relationships there's a lot of selfishness online everybody is trying to push their own products and nobody is listening to the other person so my secret sauce and the areas we you know you know I you know I'll tell you where hey I'm not a guru but this is where I really get sticky and how I really connect with folks is that the first thing that I do and, and the people that I connect with is right now you get 500 emails a day on Twitter 500 so I skim through them very very quickly and, I, and I've also um, got some people who actually go through and, and they'll do some filtering as well but the people that say hey go here click on my page do this do this for me do that for me they get skipped right over then there will be a small percentage of people that will say is there anything that I can do to help you and sometimes what I'll do is you know I will I'll test them on that to see if they are if they're sincere Hey, if they're genuine, yeah, right? Hey, would you mind retweeting my buddy's? You know, would you mind retweeting this person's page? And I said, okay, well, you know what? This is a collaborator. So I look for collaborators online, and then I also every person who follows me on Twitter 
they get a nice, it's a pretty lengthy message for a, for a direct message, but it's very, very powerful because what I say is, here's who I am. I like helping people, and I will try to help you if I can, um, and I like to connect with people who have the same philosophy as myself, people who are trying to help other people. So when I get a response back from that, that is positive. I said, okay, this may be a person who's a collaborator like myself. So you want to identify other, first of all, you want to be a collaborator. You want to take the focus off yourself and say, how can I help other people? You're, you're a perfect example of that because you have all of this great content out there. You created all of these videos and they're free. You're, you're providing free content. So you're the perfect example of a person who thinks not of themselves first, but you're thinking of others. Well, people, let, let, let's take it down a, a level. Maybe you're not producing content yet. Maybe you're not at that level, but you can also say, hey, is there anything that I can do for you? Can I give you a retweet? If you need a retweet, a like, if you need me to subscribe to your Instagram, let me know and I can, you know, I can do that. So once you start doing that, people that are like that are going to start connecting with you. Once those people start connecting with you, if there's, they're probably going to start retweeting you without even asking. They'll see something. Ah, this is so and so. They're a good person, and they'll they'll give you a retweet. Or if you need to ask for a retweet later because you've developed that relationship, then the chances of them giving you a retweet are probably ninety ninety five percent because you've made that connection and you and you've built that up. So. Well, I, I appreciate your your comment about me putting out the uh, the uh, content uh, very much, but it's it's interesting to hear you say that because I get so many direct messages on the new new uh, people who are following me on Twitter, and so many of them are just complete self promo. So when you said about how you do that um, and that you check for for you know test them on it, it, that's brilliant because that's exactly how you and I connected. I got that that. Uh, long direct message from you and I tested you on it let's see if this guy's for real so yeah it started going back and forth and and look where it's led so I do appreciate that and I think that there is a difference between the genuine direct messages like yours and some people who are just putting it out there so that they can get you on their email list so that they can you know get my book and and whatever not to say that there aren't some valuable some valuable uh, some you know books that are out there different uh, white papers and things that do have value um, but yeah, you get a lot of those. Now, um, social media can take a lot of time. I'm for the most part still managing mine on my own and it, it obviously starts to take more and more time. And I know that there are a lot of automation tools out there. I'm a little bit on the fence. I do understand that it's very necessary at some point to automate some functions of your social media in there, but I'm afraid that sometimes you end up losing the personal interaction that way. Um, can you talk a little bit about the tools that are out there? Absolutely. Absolutely. First of all, I would say that had I not, and I, I believe this with with uh, with all sincerity, had I not had, because I, I, right now I'm 75% automated and I'm 25% uh, manual. Had I not had my automation tools, I don't believe that we would be talking right now and that I would have connected with you. So automation allows 
me to actually sift through the rubble much faster to identify right. awesome people like yourself. So I would encourage you and encourage other people out there to consider not one, well, I don't, you know, I'm not sure if there is, uh, actually there's some robots out there who I think they are 100% automated, but I wouldn't recommend 100% automation, but at least some type of automation where you are filtering to find out, to identify the people that you want to connect with, and then removing those people who uh, filter to remove those people who have not collaborated, who have not connected with you in a certain amount of time. So I'm a, I'm a, a big fan proponent and believer that, you know, I, you know, right now as, as of this, uh, this taping, I've got 45,000 subscribers on Twitter and my goal, I, I had a gentleman who four weeks ago followed me and he had 4.9 million uh, followers. And I went to the page and I went through and looked, you know, because sometimes, yeah, and that's another thing we'll, we'll talk about in, in, a, in a bit, but, you know, sometimes folks will have ghost accounts, you know, I have, you know, all these in their ghosts, but I looked and they were legitimate because he was, he had a lot of engagement, you know, 100 retweets here, 50 retweets wow. there. Um, so I retweeted, you know, thank you so much. I was, I was re really honored, but long story short, my goal is to have a million is to get to over a million followers myself. And there's no way that I could do that with just, you know, manual, manual, manual. I, I could, but, you know, I wouldn't get any sleep and, and that sort of thing. So uh, I'm, a, I'm a strong believer of some, some automation, uh, especially, if, you know, if, if you're a company and you're looking to target um, individuals or companies, other companies. Right, trying to reach that right. target market. Uh, maybe what we can do too is is talk a little bit. Uh, you you talk about the followers and things, uh, and retweeting and things. Can we talk a little bit about engagement? Uh, what defines engagement, and how do you encourage uh, people to help with with engagement? Engagement is any time that an individual connects with you. There's a mutual connect. You know, if if I sense. <laughs> You know, it's kind of like if, if a tree falls in the forest, you know, if, you know, if no one's there to see it. If, if you send out a tweet and nobody responds to it, that, there's no engagement. If you send out something and someone likes it, a like is an engagement, a retweet is an engagement, a reply is an engagement. So that is, uh, it, so, so that's engagement. And then engagement for direct messaging as well. You send out a, a message, someone connects back, you get two parties together, that that is an that is an engagement. So, how do you engage on uh, in terms of likes and tweets? So you send something out and you get nothing. Nobody likes it. Nobody retweets it. The first thing, and this this is probably the most important thing that I will say to a person, especially if you're on Twitter. Um, and I've seen people with a hundred thousand followers who are not doing this. But the most important thing that you can do is to pin your tweet. Find, because when somebody goes to your page and you've got 10 or 15 items, it's, um, you know, when you give people more than three choices, they get, actually more than two choices, they, they get confused and they do nothing. It's like, I don't know what to tweet here. 
you know, because a lot of times when people are going to tweet, not only is it something that they're doing for themselves, but they're doing it for you as well to try to get the, the, the reciprocation going. But if you go there, you got 10 things, 10 tweets out there, and they don't have, and, and none of them have been retweeted. So it's like they'll, they'll do nothing. But if you have a, if you have a pinned tweet, which is very easy to do, just uh, there will, there's a, a little, uh, a little wrench looking, looking thing, uh, a little circle. You click that, and then you, there's a drop down menu, and you click pin tweet, and it'll, it'll put it there so that the first thing that someone sees when they comes, come to your page is that pin tweet. What that tells them, people, new people coming to your page, is that this is the most important thing to me on my page. And so... And should that change, Constance? Should that be, be re refreshed and changed on a daily, weekly it, basis? It can Something be. Like I've, seen, I've seen tweets that have, uh, that have been out there, you know, since two pen tweets since 2014, which I think is... Really long. This this particular tweet though has gotten like three point. It's gotten three thousand retweets since two thousand and fourteen. Uh, I circle. I cycle. Uh, depending, you know, I'll cycle maybe once a week on mine. But it's one of those things that's a variable. Depending on you, maybe you got some fresh content coming out, and you want to. Maybe this is a little bit older, a little bit dated. You want to keep things fresh. So yes, but the key is that. Number one, it's, it's, it will substantially increase the amount of retweets that you get. It'll probably, if, if you're getting zero and maybe one, you're going to get a 400, 500, 700, thousand percent increase in your, in your retweets just by doing that one little thing. I'm, I'm actually um, going to, uh, in the process of creating an ebook, and that's one of the things that I'm going to include in the, in the ebook. But that is a super duper uh, highly effective way of starting engagement now once you have people that have retweeted you the most uh, super secret sauce item number two is to click on those click on that uh, that retweet list it'll it'll show you everybody who's retweeted to you and send them a thank you a, not a direct message, but tweet them a thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, thank you so much. There's a lot of things out here to tweet. That's that's what I say. There's a lot of content out there to retweet. I'm honored that you chose mine. That's what I say. What, what's going to happen is right. now they look good to their followers who are going to see that on their page. They're grateful, and you have shown you have shown gratitude. So they're much more likely to retweet you again. So talk about engagement. That This little three-minute, five-minute thing that I gave you there is so powerful and because most people don't do that. Mm -hmm. And, and uh, you're absolutely right. There's so much noise out there on the Internet. I mean, I don't know how many hundreds of social platforms there actually are in existence out there. I know there's a lot. Uh, obviously, there's just you know the handful of major ones that we all hear about, um, but there are so many ways to engage with people socially out there, and it, it is important to to be polite and to make sure that that people are recognized for what they do for you. I I know that I try to do that, and I'm unfortunately I'm sure that sometimes it slips through the cracks, but 
I always try to show gratitude for anybody that has has been paying attention to any of my stuff. But I haven't done the pinned tweet yet. I'm going to yeah, take you up yeah, on that. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I unfortunately, I, I just had a tweet that had got 200 retweets. And I've been going through, and I, I think maybe I've thanked so far maybe 50 of them, but I'm still going through, maybe even if it's two weeks later, three weeks later, you know, and that's the thing about a tweet is that once you, once it's out there, unless you delete it, it stays out there. So we can go back and we can, you know, and, and we can, uh, you know, say thank you. There's no time limit on that. Right, yeah. right. Do it all over again. Now, um, I'd like as well, Constant, if we could just to talk about you had said that one of your goals is to get a million or more um, followers here in the next little, you know, the next mm-hmm. time frame on your Twitter account. Uh, you and I have had this discussion about number quality yeah. versus quantity. And, and again, this is a, a place where I'm kind of middle of the road. I recognize the fact that the more people that see you out there, the better chances of having people engage with you that mm-hmm. are your target. But at the same time, I also see where people are buying followers and and things like that. So, can you enlighten us a little bit uh, about the the difference between quality and quantity and and where they absolutely where they blur? I was just watching a YouTube video where this particular individual was actually recommending to his viewers to buy ghost accounts, fake accounts, because it made them. It would make them look good. Now, and, and you know, again, with you know, just like with medicine, there's no right or wrong thing. Somebody could see a million viewers and say, "Hey, you know, here's a fifty thousand dollar account because <laughs> you're an awesome social media person, obviously, because you have a million uh, million viewers." The, the likelihood of that happening, though, is slim. What I do is I start going through and I start looking at the engagement. You can look at somebody's page and see how engaged it is. And when I see somebody with a half million view, a half million followers, and there's nothing going on on the page, and, and, and people, you know, somebody who's going to write the check to give you an account is going to, is more than likely going to know that they're going to look at, you know, uh, your, your page and, and that sort of thing. So personally, I don't recommend doing that. Um, I recommend the old-fashioned networking, and, and from my, my business background in sales, where I would I was responsible for developing relationships, responsible for entertaining customers, uh, building relationships with them, knowing who their wife was, knowing when their kids played soccer, taking them to football games. Building relationships is important, and it's important in social media as well. So your point. Quality always over quantity. So, getting away from ghost accounts, though, um, you want to focus on quality, but you also, uh, depending on what your goals and objectives are, everybody's goals and objectives are are different. Um, I've got a I've got a client that um, that pays. Uh, that pays like $1,500 a month for my my 700 friends on, on Facebook. So, but they didn't ask, you know, hey, 
I need them to have this or to have that. They, it, there was just a minimum number. I needed to have at least 500 friends in order to, in order to do that. So as long as you have real friends or real followers, that's number one, to have real followers. And the quality is going to depend on your engagement. You know, I could have you on my page. The, the quality has been developed because of our connection. But so, so that's up to you to actually develop those with the ways that the strategies that we just talked about a few minutes ago. So yes, quality over quantity. Um, but quantity is also very, 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 very good because the six degrees of separation, um, there may be some, you know, I may not have a good connection with you. I may not have been able to, you know, just you and I didn't really connect, but uh, I posted something and one of your followers, followers saw it and went to my website and purchased my, purchased my product. So... Yeah, you don't exactly. know where that could right. lead. So right? I so you know, engage, engage, engage and, and, and build, build, build. <laughs> great. No, that's great. Well, I I appreciate your time. I know that we were trying to keep this uh, interview to about a half hour. I think that we're coming up on that. Did you have any any uh, final parting words of wisdom that you wanted to maybe share with yes, your audience? I would number one focus on what your objectives are and look at your overall and I'm talking to businesses here people who are trying to ex extract revenue directly or, or indirectly from their uh, to, uh, to their business take a look at your overall sales and marketing strategy and that's where that's where you come in and social media should be a part of that strategy social media is not a, a magic bullet social media is not a one trick pony but it should be a part of a, an overall overall plan and once you've got your marketing plan in place then you look at at social at social media I recommend uh, focusing not trying to especially starting out not trying to you know be a master of Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn all at once uh, be, unless you've got the resources to do that but I recommend starting and focusing on one thing and just really, 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 really doing that one thing well. There's a guy um, who is a comedian on Facebook. He's like a Facebook rock star. And I love this guy. His videos get 4 million views in, 20, in less than 24 hours when he puts out a, a two-minute video. Uh, and he's a, he's a rock star on Facebook. He's got... Uh, I don't know, 10 million, 15 million followers or something that, like that on Facebook. On Twitter, he's got maybe less than 100,000 or something something like that. So it's totally different. But for, exactly. But, different for, but for what he yeah. does, Facebook is that thing for him. So you have to decide what is your thing, how are you going to best connect with your audience, and then really move, push and move in that direction to, uh, to do that. Perfect, perfect. Very wise words. I appreciate that. Um, now, what I do want to point out to people as well is you've given a lot of great uh, hints, a lot of great strategies for people to be able to implement and grow their own social media uh, presence. Um, but I do want to point out that you do have 
a, a business that can help people with this, Zen Social Karma. And I'm sure that you would uh, welcome meeting or talking to anybody who thinks that they could use your, your services. Did you want to share your uh, website? It's uh, uh, zensocialkarma.com, Z-E-N-S-O-C-I-A-L-K-A-R-M-A.com. And you can also connect with me at uh, on Twitter at zensocialkarma.com as well, or my, my personal um, branded uh, Twitter account is at TaylorMade2K at T A Y L O R M A D E 2K. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, I don't think anybody would be uh, disappointed with Constant. Um, I have just enjoyed so much being able to connect and and share in conversations like we've had today. I've learned a lot from you, Constant, and I. I look forward to continuing to to share and and learn from you and with you. So uh, I thank you so much for taking time to to join us on this interview and look forward. Likewise, to and I've, all, I've also learned a lot from you as well, and I really appreciate your tips, especially on media. And you know, my plan is to get more into media and developing videos as well. So I appreciate your direction and, and guidance on that as well. Oh, you're most welcome. Well, thank you so much, and uh, thank you all for listening in on this, and um, I'll look forward to sharing more with, uh, with all of my newsletter subscribers here uh, in a month with, uh, with a new guest. So thanks very much, and bye for now.